Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 184. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road, handful of beer, Andy. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing my beer. And back in studio, Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. I've been on a little hiatus. I've had some uh, some of my own personal stuff going on, but uh, I'm back at least for sports. Probably won't uh, be on the entertainment one this evening, but I'll be back on that most likely next week. But definitely needed to be back here for some sports. And we got uh, some sports to get into. So a uh, little bit of uh, business beforehand. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Also check out our entertainment pod uh, because it's always good stuff as well. But let's dive right on in. Andy, you wanted a freestyle, and let's freestyle first with baseball. Um, so we're in the last week of the season here for baseball already. It's kind of crazy. Um, playoffs are going to start next week already. Yeah, I was uh... – It's – it's weird. I think uh, I think who we thought was going to be good for the most part is good. I was looking back at our uh, over-under picks. Yeah, how's that going? Um, right now, I think there were eight teams that already hit or can't get under. <laughs> and I believe you were um, eight and two or something, or six oh, and nice. two, and I was four and four or something like that. Okay, okay. Um, Still good, though. None of yeah, us under 500. A good, a good head start. Um, I think we, we were both high on the White Sox this year, and they, yeah. they've had a really good year. They might win that division. Yeah. I'm currently leading it. So that's what I was looking at, and I was uh, saying I'm, I'm excited because I keep forgetting that it's like an eight-man um, or a 16-man playoffs this year, 16-team, and it's exciting because like you get some of those teams that sneak into the playoffs that nobody expected. Like If the season were to end today, in the AL, you would have number one Tampa Bay Rays facing off against the Blue Jays, and then you would have the number two White Sox versus number seven Indians. And then you would have number three A's versus number six Astros, which has been a little surprising because the Astros technically could still get like passed up by the Angels, I think, or something, if, or Mariners. If I think they're only like three games ahead with like five to play or yeah, something. Yeah, everything, everything is so close because it's such a short season. That and it's... because the Astros, we can get into that one of these days. I wish there would have been fans because Astros, as we all remember, which seems like months ago about the cheating stuff and... Uh, those main guys involved are not having good years. Altuve's batting his worst year that I've ever seen. Springer's not doing very well. Bregman's not doing up to his expectations. Correa's doing all right. Um, Brantley's still doing pretty good, batting I think like 300 last I saw, but it's not that great. But then uh, he, he was not part of the whole thing. That's he was a new. Yeah, he came out the year later, I guess, huh? But the biggest matchup I could, you know, was maybe the two two of the best teams in the AL was Yankees and Twins. The Yankees, uh. Have slipped down to the five seed because they had a lot of injuries. So I feel bad for the Twins. The Twins might want to really start winning or figure something out because I don't think they're going to want to play the Yankees in the first round. So also, I believe the Twins have played the Yankees three out of the last four years in the first round. Okay, that'd be unfortunate every time. (laughs) That'd be unfortunate to play them when there's eight teams making it and you're supposed to be one of the top teams because the Yankees were not supposed to fall all the way down to five, but because of injuries, that's where they landed. And then on the uh, currently right now in the NL. Number one seed Dodgers, which we all expected, would be going against the Phillies, which I think shouldn't be too much of a problem for the Dodgers. I think that's where the worry is, is that there are three-game series in the first round. Um, the, the higher seed does get to play the whole series at home, but there's no fans. Like, who, yeah. who knows what that really even means? I mean, I guess they just talk about more so it's just like the travel aspect. Yeah. Like, you get to sleep in your own bed. You're not having to— You'd definitely rather be at home, but oh, I don't absolutely. know how much it's going to help. I know the Dodgers uh, this season are actually been way better on the road. 
yeah. the record. But. And then for uh, the other NL matchup, the number two ranked Cubs would be going against the Reds, which we expected the Reds to be in there. I think with yeah, I think we're going to go. We're both going to go under on the Reds, but uh, you know they they have a chance to win to go about five hundred. And then uh, another what? I just want to say the reason the Cubs are the two seed is because of the weird rules. The Padres are the second best team in the National League. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe in all of baseball right now, I think they're in run differential or second. They're they're um, a great team, but we knew that of, we were high on the Padres. Yeah, one of the reasons they were, you know, with these weird playoffs was that um, the the three division winners get the top three seeds. So it's just kind of a strange. It's like they're they're repeating the mistakes of basketball. They didn't know how to do a sixteen team playoff, and basketball fixed that a few years ago where. You know, it doesn't just because you win your division doesn't mean you get to pass up, you know, wild card team. So, yeah, it'll uh, should be some yeah. could be a good matchup. And then another classic NL matchup, it seems like the Braves and Cardinals. That was the ALDS last year when uh, it went to game five and the Cardinals absolutely manhandled the Braves. I think they scored 10 or 12 in the first inning. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, I remember I wasn't. No, I was living here and I uh, where we do our podcast because it was in October. I remember walking into the liquor store, leaving work, knowing the score, the game had started, but not knowing the score, not checking, you know, didn't really care. Walking into the liquor store to pick up some drinks to come on over, come back home, do whatever. And I remember he had the game on in there and I looked and I saw like 10-0 in the first and I was like, holy shit. You know, felt bad, obviously kind of cheering for the Braves, you know, Freddie Freeman went to uh, my high school, actually just uh, was chatting with his brother about a week, uh, not a week, like a month ago or so yeah. over at our local watering hole. He was... Uh, Friends with some people I know, and we started chatting. And he uh, has a really good case of the MVP this year. Oh yeah, so it could be exciting. I mean, I don't know how much MVP yeah will matter. You, you in this wonder weird if season, like but... he'll even want to like accept that, like if the, what that'll mean to him, you know? Because yeah. he'll always have like the asterisk of oh, that was the sixty game season. But uh, anyway, classic matchup. And then here's the matchup that if you were to put this as your playoff first round playoff matchup back at the beginning of the season. I imagine $100 would have paid you a few thousand dollars because it is currently the Padres versus the Marlins. The Marlins are the five seed right now. Who would have thunk? I think that's what happens in that uh, weird 60-game thing. And remember, they've, they've had to play uh, more games in a shorter period of time because of yeah, the whole... they had the COVID early yeah. on. Maybe that was their strategy. Yeah. They, uh, well, remember, Baltimore had a good start as well. looks like they're not going to... I mean, I think they still have an outside chance, but um, they were 500 for most of this weird season. Yeah, it's, uh, definitely uh, pretty crazy, but uh, should be should be an exciting playoffs. And again, that's not even official. That's just if the playoffs were to end today, there's still each team has about four. Like some teams have like eight games left or yeah, so. I think the Cardinals have to make up some games. Yeah. So and some teams have, you know, only like four or five left. So it'll be a interesting week. You know, those aren't the official teams that are making it or the official uh, positions they'll have. So we will know in about uh I guess by Monday or Tuesday. I don't know how long it'll take to make up the yeah, games. I don't know exactly, but soon. Which, you know, it seems like something I should be excited about. But, uh, you know, playoff teams, watching playoffs is not my favorite thing anymore. Which is sad. Poor guy. Yeah. Well, should we move on to some uh, football? Yeah. So, I mean, last week we didn't talk much about college, and I don't think we're going to talk much about it. Like, the whole season... Um, I just saw today that Notre Dame had four positive tests and they're um, postponing their game this weekend. And yeah, they were missing like seven or eight players on uh, this past weekend. It's it's just crazy, and they, and they're they're a top team, but of course it's Notre Dame and no one ever trusts them. But I, I just don't know what it's going to look like. Alabama still hasn't played yet. 
while Clemson has played like three games already, and it's like, yeah. I don't know, maybe maybe just do Alabama Clemson like like a three game series. <laughs> Ohio like, State, should, Ohio State deserves to be in that conversation. I think Ohio yeah, State might be better I, than I'm Alabama. I'm just thinking like this is such a fucked up season, but I think people still want to see. They still want to see Clemson, definitely. Yeah, um, probably Alabama, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so the. SEC starts this weekend, I believe. Yeah. And the Big 12 against, or Big 10? No, Big 10 comes back, I think, October. Yeah, but I think they, that's what they have approved. Yeah, and I think they're going to only have like an eight game schedule or six game schedule, something like that. So that'll be, uh, that'll be interesting. But yeah, I mean, it makes you wonder because it's like, you know, Clemson will end up getting to play their full season of games, it looks like, while Ohio State's going to go out there and play eight games or something. But I don't know. Should be, uh, should be good regardless. I mean, I'm I'm excited at least to be able to see some college football. It won't be the same. And what I still can't figure out, you know, and I don't know if you guys have talked about it with the NFL and stuff, is that it's just so funny that some teams get fans and some don't. Like, you can go to a Chiefs game, a Cowboys game, there's going to have fans in the stands. But you go to L.A., you go to Vegas, and it's no fans. Yeah, and it's, it's definitely strange because what's going to happen over the next, you know, 14 weeks we have left that I think – the plan for a lot of these places that already do have fans is to slowly ramp up, you know, I don't, and it's all going to be depending on no one, no one, no one's been able to predict any of this shit right anyways. Yeah. So I can't see a scenario where they're selling out Arrowhead Stadium. That seems insane. I thought it was insane to see that many people there anyways, but they're saying that's, that's the plan. Like if everything goes right, that they're going to. Like you just started letting more and more fans more in. More more It just week. seems like. <laughs> You're asking for trouble, I think, at that point. It also just seems unfair that it. Of all teams, the Chiefs are going to actually have a real home field advantage when they're at home while you go to a place like Rams and Chargers that have this monster stadium built for them that won't be able to seat anybody. But anyway, want to get into some NFL talk? Yeah. I, um, what have you got for us? A lot of injuries this week. A yeah, lot of it was, serious injuries this week. It's a hard, hard week to watch. Yeah, it was. Um, I, think, I think everyone was expecting something like this to happen at some point. Yeah. Um, I guess you're a 49ers fan. You don't want to see it all happen at once like that. Yeah, so the 49ers lost Nick Bosa for the year. Yes. A torn ACL. Garoppolo's out, they said, for like two to six weeks or something. They're they're in trouble there because if you guys remember, 49ers had a quarterback injury two years ago, and it did not work out for them. They did not have a good year because of that. And it got him Nick Bosa. And so now they have Nick Bosa. Oh, no, they don't. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then... I don't know how long he's out for, but Mostert got hurt. So both Mostert and Kittle, Kevin Coleman. And Kittle's out yeah. for a bit. But I mean, their two top running backs are also out. Crazy. And then, yeah, um, Bosa tore his ACL, but also Solomon Thomas, who's also a defensive end on the team, tore his ACL. Same Jeez, injury. It's like, what the fuck? And they weren't the only ones that tore their ACL. A running back by the name of Saquon Barkley, who I drafted in one of my fantasy leagues because I was the number two pick out for the year with a torn ACL. Fortunately for me, I'm in five leagues. So that league now, yeah. I'm already kind of like, I'm fucked in. I can already admit that. But and if you drafted number one, you would have had Christian McCaffrey, who's also going to miss some time. Yeah. So <laughs> I got lucky in my, in my other leagues. The main guy I got was a uh, little running back on uh, Kansas City, uh, Hilaire. And so far, so good. I mean, he didn't have the greatest week this past week, but he did pretty well. And I'm, I have him, I think, in... Two of my five leagues, and then the other two guys I have with him is Josh Jacobs, who I like. Josh yeah. Jacobs could have broken a few big runs last night if, it, if the Raiders could have held a block for like maybe like half a second longer. But Saints are a good run defense, so the fact that he still put up like about, you know, 80, 88 rush yards, I think, against them was still a good game for him. 
Yeah, the the, the Raiders have a plan there, and they're going to use him a lot. And honestly, that's what you should do when you have a good young running back is uh, run him early. It's kind of sad. It's kind of shitty how that has worked in the NFL lately. It's like good yeah. running backs usually don't get a good second contract. Or if they do, then the team regrets it immediately and cuts them like Todd Gurley. Yeah. Um, but I think that's that's got to be the plan for the Raiders is this guy's really good. Let's make sure we use him. Yeah. So I the, think that's, they're a surprise. I, I want to look at some of the surprises so far. I think the Raiders being 2-0 is a surprise because they beat the Saints, who I think were expected to be really good. But if you watch that last night, I think the Saints are still good. They're going to have a good defense, uh, you know, overall. The Drew Brees thing is worrying. He's eleven hundred years old or something. I don't. I don't know. He's very. He's very old, and there were real problems at the end of last year that they said he he, he didn't look as strong, didn't look as confident, and I mean this is what happens. Like, yeah, was it a year too long? And maybe they were prepared for it. They brought in Jameis Winston, and they have Taysom Hill there. Who yeah, plays. Um, I would hate to see that. Like that's how his career ends. Is he just gets benched? But it's kind of. I don't think like, they. I don't think he's going to be benchable. I mean, maybe by week, maybe week nine we're saying yeah, something different. But but I mean, you have to figure they'd be doing pretty well still by then. Yeah, I mean, but it it could just get worse, you know, as no, the season I, goes so, on. So I mean, like they showed the stat yesterday with Drew Brees that he uh, all that all night he hadn't thrown a pass twenty yards downfield. And I remember listening to these guys last season that said like he hasn't been able to do that lately. And it is true. I mean, I was literally saying this last night to a friend of ours while we were watching the game. I was like, it's kind of sad seeing like Father Time catch up with these guys because it's like Drew, Drew Brees, it's still the name. So when you hear like, oh, Drew Brees is out there, like you're just imagining he's going to make stuff happen. But it's like you have to look at the reality of it now and be like, he doesn't always make things happen anymore because he is a little bit older. You know, it's right now it's the guys that it's like Patrick Mahomes. Like that's the guy that makes stuff happen. Uh Lamar Jackson has been doing pretty well lately. You know, it seems like it's just guys like that, that it seems like if it's third and four, they're going to get it every time. They're yeah. going to just keep moving those chains. Uh, but and, and Josh Allen now. Josh Allen, no, 100%. Like, I made the biggest mistake, actually, in one of my fantasy leagues because I had Michael Thomas, and I had a chance to draft Josh Allen, but I was like, no, you know, I'm going to go Drew Brees, so I have that little hookup, and it's like, that was I'm going to end up regretting that. I already know it. Yeah, I mean, he was he was a top five fantasy quarterback. I know last year I took him because it was like, look, this guy is uh, he's the next Cam Newton. He's white, so people don't see it, but he's the next Cam Newton. And yeah, um, Cam Newton is the next Cam Newton this year as well. That's, and it's crazy because usually if you're white, you're Ben Affleck. <laughs> that is true. I mean, it's it, it's how it works is you get compared to you know whatever color because uh, like the Chargers quarterback who I do want to talk about later, but. Uh, Herbert, they're like, he, oh, yeah. he's good. like Josh Allen. And it's like, okay, I see why you say that. Yeah, uh, Josh Allen, though, honestly, stud. What is he in his third year now? Yeah, it's third year. He, uh, He's good, dude. Like, honest, I was telling, again, I was. I feel like, you know, I've got all these stories of people I was literally telling things to, but I was telling someone last week, I said, dude, Buffalo's like the dark horse team. Like, that, the AFC. I don't think they're even the dark horse team anymore. I think yeah, they're just. They're like a real contender. Yeah. <clears throat> the thing with the AFC is it's not deep. Like, yes, you've got the Chiefs at the top with the Ravens. Like, those are like your two heavyweight teams, but it's I, like... I think we're waiting for another team to step up. But but what I'm saying is, other than that, it's like you have a handful of solid teams, but not like one of those teams. And then I would put in that category the Buffalo Bills. 
I'll be a little biased, but with Big Ben back and that defense, I would put the Steelers as one of yeah, those I, teams. I don't see a reason that they should be excluded there. Yeah, the and honestly, is good again. They, that's the thing with the Steelers is that it's like it always like breaks apart for like a second, and they're yeah. like, we're just going to draft like three guys you've yeah. never heard of, and they'll be good. I'm like, all right. And then I can't even think of the AFC South like who's even the best team in that division. I mean, between the Texans, the and the Titans and Colts, I mean, who is it? Yeah, they're all fine. Yeah, I mean, Philip Rivers isn't going to lead the Colts to a scariness i don't think i'm rooting for him still yeah no i mean i i am but, too i mean but they had a bad injury too last week they lost marlon mack for the year but yeah. jonathan taylor i think he had like he's the he's good their future anyway so i mean next man up but uh yeah, titans have been strange because derrick henry hasn't done anything yet but it does seem like derrick henry's a guy who's a he's a november guy yeah no he's he's definitely when the when the leaves start to change and the weather gets colder is when it's i feel like it's just hard to tackle him in yeah. like 40 degree weather and who knows? Maybe I mean maybe we're onto something there with that because that is a good point. He does seem to play his best football in the winter, and when you are that size, it's like I can only imagine what it's like tackling someone coming at you that fast, that big when it's thirty-five degrees outside. I mean that can't be easy. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. I mean, the Titans can get out there. Titans are a fun little team. I mean they're two and zero now, so I mean yeah, they're, they, they are, are probably the best team in that division. There are a lot of two and zero teams still. Um, the Raiders. What if the Raiders are actually good? I I don't I don't buy it. I don't think their defense is is very good at all. But yeah, I mean that's going to be their Achilles heel. That secondary wasn't very good. I mean Kamara was able to run all over and Breeze was able to like make stuff happen. And even though I hate the Raiders, um, it did bring a smile on my face seeing seeing John Gruden like be happy about football. Oh yeah, is cool because it's like he's so cheesy and everything. It's but it's like. I mean, that guy's an important part of football. Like, yeah. did Monday night for so long, and you're so iconic. And he's good. He was good at Monday night, too. Yeah. So just seeing him, like, finally, like, I think we're doing something. I think it was all worth it, leaving that job, coming back to here to the Raiders and Vegas and all that stuff. It's like, it was a cool moment, even though I still hate the Raiders. Yeah. Although, it's like, I don't, they don't have, like, asshole players anymore. Yeah. Well, they, usually, they still have Incognito, but he was, he got yeah, he injured got yesterday. Um, but Incognito... I think the thing that's the misconception with him is that he's he's got some mental yeah, problems. Mentally ill. And I'll tell you, like it's it's you know, it's crazy when you do go through stuff like that. You know, it's it's not uh it's not an easy stuff. So it's like until you're in someone's position like that and it's you know, he's obviously got some demons that it seems like he's working on. I mean, he's definitely been better, I think, over the yeah, last hasn't had any year. incidents. Here. When he was on the Dolphins was a very low point in his career, I think, but you know, but you're you're right because whenever you used to think of the Raiders, you used to think like, oh, they always lead the league in penalties. Yeah. They're always like these flags and stuff, and they're always just these guys that it's just like Vontez perfect and shit. And you're yeah. just like, and now they're, they're led the by team. they're led by like uh, Mr. Bible Study at quarterback, yep, and then the running back who uh, had to live in, out of his car and then bought his dad a house right away. Yeah. It's like, all right, these are good people. That's yeah. cool. That was a uh, and also another. If we're talking about that kind of path, another good story is Waller. Waller yeah, was a yeah. drug addict about three years ago, and uh, I will just share this. He uh, he's clean now, and Derek Carr or is Derek Carr? Or David, why can't I never Derek Carr? Derek, yeah. I can. I for the life of me, that's one thing. Like it could be on my grave, and I would just be like, I don't know which one he is. <laughs> I always get them confused. But Derek Carr was talking about that. How he said, "Hey man, this guy was didn't know what he was doing with his life three years ago. He's fighting addiction, and he's like, I love those kind of stories, and it's because he is such a man of faith and God and stuff that." He genuinely does love those stories. Him and his wife, I know, do a lot of like uh, community service work and stuff and stuff like that. But uh, I will say for a guy that is a recovering addict, the fact that he plays for a team that has now moved to Las Vegas. I mean, I'm just I'm obviously hoping for the best for him, but it's like that ain't going to be easy. Like I remember 
I was telling the story literally last night again about when Josh Hamilton, one of the places he relapsed was during spring training on like Mill Street in Arizona, Tempe. And it's like, yeah, that's an easy place to relapse because it's a huge bar street and there's a bunch of women running around. Apparently he was doing like body shots and stuff. And like Ian Kinsler was with them and it's like, you fools. So I'm just saying like, it's, uh, it's going to be, it's not going to be easy for Waller being in Vegas. Like you, hopefully he's got, I'm sure he's got some strong, uh, teammates and stuff and stuff like that. Some good support, but you know, I can't imagine it's easy for a recovering addict to be living in Vegas. Yeah, let's let's just say don't live in Vegas. Yeah. 16, 16 game season, go set up a residence somewhere else. You can still play in Vegas. That's probably the best idea there. Um, so what what else has been good? Uh, Aaron Rodgers is not uh, experiencing any effects of old age. I think there were some stats showing that how he really hasn't been all that good these last three years. Um, I think he probably read those because Aaron Rodgers is very into reading about criticisms. And then the thing where they took a QB in the first round yeah. seems to really have pissed him off. And like then Devontae Adams got hurt early in that game and they still kind of dominated. And yeah, they looked, he's looked pretty good. I think uh, like what you said, like the fact that they did draft Jordan love early. And then on top of that, uh, he was ranked like 16th or so in like fantasy football rankings. And I mean, you know, those guys see that stuff. They know. And it's like the people are saying like Aaron Rodgers, you're you're done. You know, you're not the same guy. You can't help the Packers win playoff games. You can't take this team to the Super Bowl. And I think he is going to take that personally. And Aaron Jones had another good game. I think he had, what was it? A 75 yard touchdown run or something like that. I played against him. Yeah. He had three total touchdowns, 250 total yards. Yeah. And yeah, I think he had I a good year last year too. He has like 27 touchdowns in his last 15 games or something crazy like that. Like just on a horrible hot streak, just horrible for the other teams, not on his end. Yeah. Well, All right. well is I, that going to wrap up? No, I do have to talk about my team. Yeah. I'm, that was, that was the premier now? game of the week. I think last week was uh chargers oh, chiefs. Yeah. yeah. Um, Probably the best game of the week outside of, man, I don't know if Dallas Atlanta, that was one of the craziest that was outside a kicks. Fuck up. Yeah, I don't know what's um, happening there. <laughs> so, very surprised to me. I, I'm trying to figure out how to get the Chargers game on, you know, try to get it online, you know, log into TV providers, and then they're like, it's not working. And um, But luckily, it got in just in time. And then, as a surprise, Justin Herbert's under center for the first snap, and even the announcers are yeah. like, we don't know what's going on. This is strange. Yeah, I guess, yeah, Tyrod um, Taylor had a chest injury. Yeah, it's a crazy thing. They said he had a chest injury, and they went to give him an, an injection, like painkiller. And they said he had a bad reaction to the painkiller. And oh wow, uh, kind of crazy how that shit works. But um, and that that was that was a story. I don't know if that's even confirmed. Yeah. But uh, Herbert went out there, and it was probably a good thing that he didn't think about it. He just went out there and like, all right, I'm playing. And it was the the version that I think everyone hoped from him is that he could make plays with his legs, and he was just creative. Like there were, there were a number of times where he just he's throwing like on the move, and he's kind of throwing in the right place. And watching him and then also watching Mahomes at the same time, like there's actually a lot of Mahomes with them, which is exciting. Um, and so it was fun to see that, but also just seeing Mahomes. Mahomes didn't have his best game, had a rough first half. Yeah. And turned it on the second second half there. Um, the two-point conversion, did you see that play that they made for the two-point conversion? I did not, actually. It's one of the more impressive uh, two-point conversions you'll ever see. Like, you think, oh, it was a, a two-yard pass. Like, how, how good could it be? He just kind of like he was he had pressure and he was just 
there are people over him, and he just he was like he was like a point guard. It was like Steve Nash, where it's like you know when Steve Nash doesn't rush, he just kind of dribbles the ball in place and lets the thing everything work around him. Yeah, and then you make your pass. It was it was like he he stopped to make sure everything moved around him because there was no there was no space at all, and he had to wait for that tiny window and had to throw it away from the guy. It had to be it was a great catch, but it was like almost impossible. This is the only like place he could fit it without it getting knocked down because yeah. of people all around him. I'm like this guy's. Yeah, he's a fucking he, magician. He it's really a, is a magician. It's insane. I mean, we all knew, I think, when he got that ball back, needing a touchdown or needing just a field goal with like, what do you have, like a minute left, 50 seconds? It was like, that was just too much time. Yeah, I was also, really upset with the coaches at the end there. So the Chargers went on a 10-minute uh, drive to tie the game back up. Or no, to take to take the lead, 20-17. to 17. And in that position, I thought... It's like, oh, it's a good thing they're taking so much time. They took up enough time so that Mahomes would have enough time and then the game the regulation would expire yeah. if it was uh, if it got tied. And I was like, that's just bad management. Don't leave two minutes left. Leave four minutes left and then hope Mahomes scores and gives you a chance <laughs> to yeah, win. That, was, uh, that game was, uh, th- I think, one of the biggest things, too. One of the best, like the stories that a lot of people liked about that game was the end where Butker, who had already made a 58-yard field goal earlier in the game, kicked the 58-yarder, and there was or kicked a 53-yarder, and then it was a flag, right? Yeah. So he made the 53-yarder, there was an offsides flag, or I mean, I'm sorry, false start. So now he's kicking from 58, kicks that, makes it, but the Chargers had called timeout, and then he kicks it and makes it again for the win. It was like, that's impressive. I mean, you see a lot of kickers these days missing a lot of kicks, especially like you're seeing extra points missed all the time now. You're just seeing kicks in general miss. I mean, uh, last Sunday night we watched Goskowski miss, or Monday night, I'm sorry, watched Goskowski miss three, like three field goals and an extra point or something, which, you know, was, and somehow he still got a chance to kick the game winning field goal. That's the other thing, too, we didn't talk about. The Denver Broncos had some key injuries this week. Cortland yeah. Sutton's out for the year with a torn ACL, and then they lost their quarterback for about six weeks also or something. That, that's a funny thing where fantasy seems to work itself out where I, I wound up with like too many wide receivers. Yeah. I'm like, what do you do? And then, oh, okay, Cortland Sutton's yeah. out. And that's, that's what yeah, I did. had uh, Cortland Sutton in one league and never got a chance to start him. Because I think yeah. they have good receivers in that league. I had Sutton, I've got Tyreek Hill, Godwin, Mike Evans, and McLaren or McLaurin. Yeah. He's I, good, dude. Yeah, I, that guy's legitimate. It's hard to like not keep him in your lineup every week, even though he's on the Redskins, because it's like the thing with a team like the they Redskins is those, those fantasy guys do well because the Redskins are the team that'll be down by 20. With four minutes left, and they'll just pass, 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 and it'll all go to him, and it's garbage time, and those guys get their fantasy points late. I mean, he ended up with 130 yards and a touchdown this last week. I think, yeah, I saw something making fun of the Patriots um, with Nikhil Harry, who actually had his best game as a pro this week. And I, I know you you like him. You like ASU. ASU guy, But yeah. the, the guys that were drafted after him, like DK Metcalf, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, it's like, <clears throat> oh, my God, they blew yeah. it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> You know, if he's solid, he still should yeah. be solid. It's not not the worst thing. You can't you can't look at what the other guys ended up doing. Yeah, he was he was legitimate a first round prospect. Yeah, only time will tell. I mean, that was uh, definitely a lot more intense week two than it was a week one. But uh, again, you know, the cool thing is football's back. I mean, even though the stands aren't filled, even though we can't you know go to a, the new stadium and check out the Chargers or Rams yet, it's still uh, still nice to have it on TV. Still nice to watch. Still nice to get together with people. And uh, just quickly, the one thing I wanted to say, because uh, speaking of getting together with people, was obviously when the 
Lakers on Sunday night won their game at the buzzer. I actually was at a BJ's when that happened, eating dinner with some friends. And it was nice to have the whole place, you know, cheer together again as the home team hit the game winning, uh, game winning shot at the buzzer in the playoffs. And it was like, that's all I wanted this year was sure? to be able to I, cheer for the you Lakers. You were not at like a Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. and like they called into Mason Plumlee. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I was at a, I was at a BJ's, uh, well, did that have the line to Mason Plumley? Is that my yeah? The what? The like they, they call into Mason Plumley. Oh, he's so like, was, all right, I'll take care of this one. Yeah, just fuck up. But yeah, it was good. It was uh, it was just fun to be out, you know, again and cheering for cheering for uh, your favorite team with you know the crowd with the uh, people in the restaurant and stuff. But hopefully, I don't know. We can it can continue. I mean, who knows. I know places might. Who knows if they'll close back down again and stuff? But I'm sure that's for another. I mean, we're heading into winter. I podcast. Know. Yeah, I know that's the. But whole I feel thing. like America can't not do Christmas. They're just gonna be like, "Fuck all of you! We're doing it. We're doing tree ceremonies. We're doing all the shit you want to do." Yeah, I mean, we're going to the malls, especially like Orange County area. I don't think you're gonna be able to stop them from Christmas. They're... I mean, do you know who my dad is? That's the line for most people in Orange County, right? COVID <laughs> doesn't is gonna have to take a back seat. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that stuff. I know this is not sports, but just like, is Thanksgiving like going to happen? Like, we're almost there, right? And like, yeah, it's November, like, right? Yeah, might as I mean, well Thanksgiving be. will happen. People will still get together with their families, and but like, not like a thirty-person Thanksgiving, yeah. will it? It'll be like, smaller. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know, I guess it depends on the families. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot out there that still won't care. There's a lot that will care. I don't know. I mean, it depends on who Do you temperature are. Temperature checks the door. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. They're like, but I made stuffing. Like, thank you. We'll take it. <laughs> We'll temperature check the stuffing. <laughs> um, well, should we get into basketball since we kind of just talked on the Laker game? Yeah. Do you guys want me to monologue for like? <laughs> I, uh, I felt very bad for you, Andy. I was so upset myself. And I mean, they're my second team. So I couldn't understand probably what you went through. Um, just watching them fall apart and look like a, a fresh, soft girls basketball team in that fourth quarter. Yeah, so there's there's two there's two narratives that I want to address here and to try to figure out like what By the way, how are your hands this week? Uh it's healing, but it's okay. not fully But there you didn't yet. add to it at all. No, I didn't I was numb from it. Tony, like you, said, m- I just, you may have missed this last week. His I hands were like, all cut up because he punched his no, I think I did box. hear that. Yeah. I think I Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I still I mean, see him. You yeah. still see it. Um no I box have been punching. There before. I've definitely he punched joined the door a fight before. club. Yeah, no box punching since, because I learned you're, like that's it. Your poor towel rack. Once, once you get mad enough to punch the box, don't don't engage with it anymore. Yeah, um, there you go. And it's a good thing you're not a big gambler, because I couldn't even imagine if you were like. I, I would. I would rather lose money than what happened. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all right. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, I should have put like three thousand dollars on the game, like on Denver. Because then if the Clippers win, I'd be like, "All right, it's worth it. It's fucking worth it." Otherwise, you paid three grand for them to win. Because I mean, they were they were like three to one, right? Could have got that night. I think they were plus, plus like two fifty or something yeah. like that. It depends where you're shopping at. I yeah. mean, it go. It depends. It also depends when you get it. I mean, lines move all the time, just like you know, different from the stock market. Yeah. But, the value uh, goes up and down. As I was saying with the with the narrative, there is they were better than Denver. And they just completely choked, and they were freaked out. They were afraid. They were afraid of everyone making fun of them, and it got to them because they, you know, not only did they have a 3-1 lead, but they led by double digits each game at the end there, and were just they were just horrible in the second half. So like, it's just, 
I think a lot of a lot was made about uh, they can't stop Jokic, but really the problem seemed to be they scored 30 points a game in those second halves. You can't do that when you're one of the better offenses in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- there's that. Is how do you how do you stop that from happening? Because this is not the same team that blew a three-one lead in 2015. There's zero players from that team. These yeah. are guys who most people think should be like, you know, Kawhi's a robot. He doesn't get nervous. Patrick yeah. Beverly is an asshole, which he probably never gets nervous. He's, He's like a always an asshole out there. He's always on. So you, Paul George has his problems, but it's not like they're a whole team made up of Paul George. But it seemed like they were the worst version of Paul George. Every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, they yeah, all. Paul George. That was a rough. They rough, all died, and, and Paul George game. was much better in that series, and then it, it all fell apart for every single player. And it's like, what do you, what do you do to stop that from happening next year? And that, that's if, what scares me. It's as if all of them slept with everyone else's significant other, like the night before, and then they all found out. <laughs> I, that might have worked. I don't, I don't know. They're all just played like shit. So I, I, I don't know if if they are always destined to choke because they are the Clippers. I don't even know what to do. It's change it the name. It can't. That can't be the reality, and I don't want it to be reality. And it's just it's it's very hard, and it makes it harder to see the Lakers. And you, you guys are fine. You guys aren't asshole Lakers fans, but a lot of them are, and are very I don't know insensitive about the Clippers. They, they they're the ones who say move back to Seattle or not move <laughs> back to Seattle, but move to Seattle. See, I don't uh, understand that. We're a one team town. How dare you try to get in on are here? You and fucking it's like seven years old. Like this is your high school rivalry. Those yeah, people I are so stupid. I don't understand it. Yeah, it doesn't I matter. I don't um, care. The Clippers don't bother me. They they, they shouldn't. They they can co- coexist. Why why does it offend you so much? And that they had like a marketing campaign. They're like, we're gonna do it. And you can like, watch the Clippers on TV anytime you want. You can uh, go to their games for substantially less. I get it. Yeah. So there's there's that part of it, and then there's just the the basketball angle, which is what do they do to get better? What happened? Why was Montrezl Harrell so bad? And what what did they not see that was going on? Well, I think Montrezl Harrell. I think his head was never in it. Got to bring his and grandma I, back to life. And I think like his head was never in it. And I think on top of that, it's. He was just thrown off. I mean, the guy hadn't played in months in a regular game. And then it's like when you're getting ready to go out there, it's like someone that was very close to him passes away. And I mean, when stuff like that happens, I mean, you, you, he probably was feeling like that emptiness. And it's it's tough to get over that. You know, people, whether it's some, a death in your family, whether it's a breakup, whether it's anything, it's like that stuff is sometimes it's it definitely can linger with you for a while. And it's just like when your head's just not there. And I mean, but granted, Montrezl Harrell alone, sh- it shouldn't have been the make or break for the Clippers, but it. I think just in general, it was tough because that long break, like if this was still just like the regular season, like if everything continued on and you had the home advantage and you were able to do stuff, honestly, I still think Clippers would have ended up in the finals. Would it have been against Milwaukee? I don't know because I still was never like super high on Milwaukee. Like I think uh, Boston went healthy. was still a solid team. And I honestly do believe that. uh, And I think Toronto would have been solid if they had gotten their little home advantage too and stuff. But also the Miami Heater legit like they they have they got some depth they got some good veteran depth and those tyler hero is not playing like a rookie anymore and yeah i think that that's that's something that's very hard to predict though in these playoffs where yeah one of the reasons people were high on the clippers and they should have been was they were looking at all right so they got two two all-stars at the top but look at that like three through nine with like zubach beverly marcus morris uh shamit not to mention lou williams and montrezaro the last two six men of the year um Basically, none of those guys performed. Zubach was 
um, had a rough matchup. That's it's almost yeah, impossible to have to try to guard. Difficult. Yeah. To, the mental energy Milkage it takes is... to try to guard that guy all game. You're not going to be your, yourself on offense. Um, but he sh- certainly wasn't good in that series. And uh, Mor- Morris was fine. He had some big shots, but it seemed like everyone was bad. Whereas Miami has a similar collection of you know weird talent, and it it just works. It's it's on. It's all working for him right now. I don't think they have uh, any pressure on them. They're already have uh, gone further than people would thought, and now it, it just it's all working. That Tyler Hero is is twenty years old, and he's a good prospect, but he was not this good throughout the regular season. And it's just like, well, yeah. he's just he's on right now. He, and I, he's on top of the world. Yeah, and I think Nothing like also him. it's you know people think like you get that four month break, whatever they had. It's like he really isn't a rookie anymore. Like this is basically like his second season now because the season would have ended. The, se- the second season would be starting in about. The preseason would be in about like a week or two. Yeah. And then if this was regular times and then the season would already be starting back up in October, like a week before Halloween. I remember last year it was like, yeah, about pretty I early. Remember, mid, mid I remember like it was yesterday. We were all here watching that opening game, Lakers Clippers. Yeah, and it all just seems good. Like Lou it was Williams so long Montrez ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. Like they beat up the Lakers that night. But yeah, it's just crazy. Mirage. I think that was so... Uh, Seems like it was a different world. Doesn't even seem like it was so long ago. Just seems like it was just a different world. I mean, it, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, uh, if you believe in like the multiverse or something, that we did get into like a weird split. We didn't We're belong in, in Jerry Seinfeld's Bizarro World. Yes, we don't We're belong to Reggie's. All that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. So the Clippers. It's just. I guess we'll have to wait and see what they do to rebuild. Maybe they'll engineer a new Yao or something, Steve Ballmer will build a Microsoft man. No, I, I do think the <laughs> the step one is just just letting Harold go. I think there were I think there were deeper issues that were ignored and there's been writing about it since then. But um I think him him and Lou were the leaders of the team, even though they were on the bench last year. They were the leaders of the team and that was a fun team that did better than people thought. Yeah. And then it was basically taken away from them and I don't think we thought how hard that would be. Um Think about the Lakers last year. Lakers were a huge disappointment mm-hmm. because I think those yeah. guys weren't ready for like, okay, LeBron is here now. And he like, pretended to what tear the fuck, his What the fuck am I? I'm Brandon, he didn't want to play. Yeah, Brandon Ingram's like, I'm supposed to be a star soon, and I just got this team taken away from me. And it, the Lakers had to realize, no, we just actually have to give LeBron his like, uh, yeah. I don't want to say goons. What is his minions? Yeah, just like people who know they'll be put in their place. You got to trade Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, so. Uh, I really did give his guys. I mean, he got like Dion Waiters back. Who I think did he play with in Miami? I don't know, but he pl- or he, Cleveland. He even he played with him for, in Cleveland for about three months, and then he's like, I don't want this guy, and got rid. Of- yeah, and then he had J.R. Smith, who is just always with him. But I'm <laughs> no. even like I'm saying like McGee and Howard and stuff like those guys are like they're never going to challenge LeBron. They're just kind of like we're here, we're here for the ride. Where yeah, well, I just don't think at that Lonzo point I believe both those England. guys are ring chasing. I mean, I know Howard yeah. doesn't have a ring. I don't think McGee does. Does he? Or does, no, no, he with Golden State, Golden State, multiple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My bad. I, I corrected myself right away. I know Howard doesn't, though, right? No. He got there, lost to uh, yeah. the Lakers. Can't beat him, join him. Exactly. They're uh, playing right now, as a matter of fact. And, yeah. Uh, as we record, two-point game. So it's funny. I have two score apps uh, one by one. Yahoo is behind. ESPN is uh, a little bit of – well, actually, I'm getting mixed reports because this shows three minutes and 40 seconds. And uh, they're tied. And then ESPN says three minutes and 42 seconds, and they're not. So I guess Yahoo's ahead. Well, we'll know when you It's a tie ball game either way at this moment. You'll know when you're listening. (laughs) 
Uh, I don't know how much it matters. I think, I think uh, the last game that was Denver's chance. Incredible. And they didn't. They didn't do it. Um, I, think the, I don't think the Lakers are going to sweep, but I think they're going to win five. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, what was the, that that score when you said it was a two point game? Like, what was the actual score of the last game? Oh, I thought you were talking about the Laker game right now. Oh, it was eighteen uh, a pop. Oh, 18, 18? How much time left in the first? Three forty. Okay. All right. We're off to a decent start. That means that game started pretty quick, right at like. Yeah, six, I got six, two alerts. So it's funny. I've been getting alerts. Yeah. Watch the game now, and also right after that, hey, tune into the game if you're eighty years old and can't watch. You don't need to give me both. I thought they'd start at six fifteen. They so did I. That's why I'm shocked that there's already like four minutes left in the first. Yeah. That's what TNT does sometimes. TNT sometimes will start at like right at like six oh five or something, or they'll start at like six fifteen. Well, there's no early thing to wait for anymore. Yeah, and I think that's probably what they're right. thinking. They're probably just wanting this to like move on. Yeah, I, I think there was this. Uh, there's always this pushback when a team upsets another team, where it's like you you got to respect them, and it's like it's not like I don't respect Denver, but I don't think they were. They, it was an upset, and they they were not the better team, so they shouldn't be expected to beat the Lakers as well. Yeah, um, they, it doesn't, and that's not disrespecting their players. That Jokic is legitimately good, and just unique, and impossible to kind of figure out. And Murray can can get hot and be really good, but they're just, they're not as good. I don't, and they're not not as good of a, a team. The Lakers just a really good team right now. They seem to all know their roles, so. I don't know. At this point, my focus is more on the East. I'd like to see what happens there. Yeah, that'll yeah. be a good series. I think that series that series will go at least six. I mean, Boston definitely has another win or two in them, but yeah, that's a, that's a great series. The Heat have just been fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, you, they really have been. They've been uh, they've had some some good series, and it's true because you know when like they have like their shooters on, like Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, it's fun, and then. Goran Dragic was playing out of his mind early on, still doing having a pretty good series, and then Jimmy Butler just comes in clutch late and they're a good team i mean if they play against the lakers if it's lakers uh uh, heat i mean they've got the they've got better depth than the lakers but i mean obviously lakers have lebron and anthony davis i don't know who would they would have a tough time with anthony davis but yeah they'd still they'll have the energy i mean they won't give up i think boston they would i don't know i mean i don't know i don't know i think it'll be good regardless i think it'll be a better finals than people think i think a lot of people think the lakers Assuming they get past Denver, because I mean Denver's been down three one twice now. So I yeah. mean, assuming they get past Denver, like yeah. Assuming they get past Denver, I uh, Lakers are falling I, I think into a trap. Yeah. How are they going to lose on purpose today? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Although got them right where they want. It would still be potentially three one then. This is true. Yeah. So they got to win tonight, make it three zero. They never come back from three zero. Mm-hmm. That's the secret. Yeah, but yeah, I don't want to see Lakers Celtics just as a uh, human being who cares about justice in this world. <laughs> um, I don't want to see it. Just fuck off. It's I mean, overdone. Just yeah. They'll <sighs> sneak in Larry Bird to the bubble. <laughs> All I that. I, I don't think Larry Bird cares about anything anymore. Is he involved in basketball at all? I think he coaches in like Indiana. Or no, he something. does coach somewhere, isn't he? Or is he like? No, he doesn't coach. No, but he hasn't been involved. He was with the Pacers. Like I feel GM like yeah, I feel like time. he's got to be like watching. Like he's got to have like a nephew or son or something. Yeah, that's I think out he there coaches like a little kids, like grandson team or something. Yeah. He Jimmy, just brings Jimmy like Bird. a sleeping bag full of beers, just drinks of the whole. Practice. Is that a big thing of his? Is he a big beer guy? Probably, he's from Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. redneck guy. 
True. That's why I, I meant to say a pillowcase full of beers, but sleeping bag's even better. Like, Bunch of old Milwaukee. Got 72 old Milwaukee's in there. Coors lattes. <laughs> uh, but okay, uh, any more? Uh, anything else to add to the sports, basketball in particular? Uh, I could ask what uh, this guy thinks about the Stanley Cup so far. Uh, so I I watched a lot of the hockey early on, and then the last round I didn't watch too much of. I don't think I watched one Vegas-Dallas game. I watched uh, series. Yeah, a little bit of the Tampa Bay Islanders game. The one game I did catch was the overtime of, of game five, with the, or game six, I'm sorry, of the Islanders. And uh, actually, I saw game five and game six, but I saw Tampa Bay win it. Tampa Bay Dallas, I mean, good series so far, one one. Uh, Dallas, I remember we talked about at the beginning of the year if we picked our teams to win, and I think you said Dallas. Yeah, that was my pick. And yeah. I think I want to say I said Tampa Bay, but I might I not. Can go back. I can go back and check. Yeah, because I, I was always high on Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, it's been one of those teams where I was like, they they've just been so good the last few years, but they just haven't been able to get to the Stanley Cup and do it. And I think uh, I think this year is going to be it. I mean, Dallas is a good team. They're an edgy team. They've got. Some good veterans, but uh, I think Tampa Bay is just the more complete team. And I think uh, when it's all said and done, Tampa Bay is going to win this series. I think they'll win it in six. I think Dallas has another win in them, but I think overall Tampa Bay's got this. But yeah, that's so far in hockey. But I mean, I don't know anything else about hockey after that. I don't know if uh, hockey's going to, uh, I don't know when they plan on restarting. Because again, hockey season would be starting right even before basketball season. Hockey season would be starting like the second week of October or so. So, yeah, I don't know if they're going to do the same thing. I'm sure they're, yeah. So I did look up predictions. I had all mine that I wrote down and I did, Mm. I added stars versus flyers. So, Ooh, I mean, that wasn't looking too unrealistic at the start of all this. The flyers were like, did get the number number one seed going in, but they lost in their first round, I believe, right? To uh, the Islanders. I think the Islanders knocked them out in the first round. Take a look at some of these, uh, predictions see if any of them you, there are, are right um let's see i said the angels still wouldn't make the playoffs <laughs> makes sense uh and i had uh james harden win mvp oh wow how does he feel about that <laughs> yeah so, i still like it even though it's <laughs> get out it's of already here. voted on <laughs> did you do you like that story though about lebron being upset about the mvp yeah i saw that i didn't read it but i heard he was upset I, sometimes always I think, upset. Yeah. I think sometimes you, LeBron doesn't live in the real world anymore. Well, it's <laughs> racial injustice is I mean, what it is. Well, I know he spent like even though another black guy won. Yeah, he spent. He but spent, he's Greek. Yeah, he's a European black guy. He Those spent last count. summer in Looney Tunes land, and <laughs> it seems some like say he, still, he never left. Yeah, he's still there. <laughs> uh, LeBron, you don't need to win another MVP. No one cares. Um, you weren't the MVP this season. Doesn't mean you won't be the MVP that matters at the end. Yeah, he should be focused um, on getting his ring anyway. Yeah. So I've, I have no idea why he even thought he had to comment, but yeah. I don't know. Why did he uh, make a comment about China and Daryl Morey? But he did. Do you remember yeah. that story? That was oh, back yeah. in the before times as well. He, uh, he made a lot, He's made a lot of comments. And then he also, uh, he, I don't know, like a lot of those guys just need to like, I don't know. I mean, they have their comments, they have their stuff, but it's like, I don't know. I mean, I get it to an extent, but he shouldn't be upset that he didn't win MVP. Now they're just like, Political commentators who play basketball. Yeah. But, uh, I mean... He's a philanthropist. That's true. That was the one thing I was saying about with... Uh, like, it, I don't know why this just crossed my mind, but there were supposed to be a lot of good horror movies coming out in the fall. Andy's got one for uh, what he was watching that we'll get into. Yeah. 
Nice. There's something for you. All right. Coming I uh, I haven't watched a horror movie in a while, honestly. I uh, haven't watched too much stuff, but I watched Poltergeist last week. Oh, nice. The newer one or the, the old, old one, one, the original. That was one of the things. Like I looked, I clicked a link. I remember, like, let's just call it a month ago, three weeks ago, of like these horror movies that were supposed to be coming out in the fall and stuff, and like Scream Five is coming. They're doing another Final Destination. We got Hubie um, Halloween coming out pretty soon. Yeah, we're pretty stoked on that. On what? Hubie Halloween. Hubie? Hubie. Hubie. Like What's, Hubie Brown. Oh. Like that old guy that was the coach? Yeah. It's not him, though. Oh. It's Adam Sandler. Go watch the trailer. It's an Adam Sandler, Kevin James horror, or not even oh. horror, like a kid's Halloween yeah. movie. Oh, We're I'm, always into that. I'm into any Halloween yeah. movies, but they had a... Uh, and then Terrifier 2, which I know we talked about a long time ago, that would have been good. All and they were going to do the other out. Halloween. I know, but I'm saying they were all supposed to come out in the fall. Like, I think they already said, like, the other Halloween's not going to come out till like, 2021, October or something. Yeah. Candyman also. Yeah, Candyman, yeah. I never saw the original one of that, but... I don't know. Is it going to... And another... I keep forgetting, too. Another uh, Conjuring was coming out. Yeah. And I think they... I thought they said another Paranormal Activity, but... We're expediting this conversation because I don't think Tony's going to be on our entertainment pod. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. So that's why I wanted to just get my horror stuff out. So sorry. Any of that stuff is still coming. We just got to be patient. It's it's just the world we live in now. Yeah. It's it's a no for now if at all, at best. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. But that can't stop us from having a Halloween. Yeah. And we still no, have Hubie. Absolutely not. <laughs> They'll never stop me from having Halloween. Or us. Yeah. All of us. All right. Well, should we wrap up uh, our sports pod? Yeah. That was a good one. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 184 of the Tony Stick Podcast. I'm Sean. And joined with me, we had Off-Road, Hubie Andy. Goodbye. <laughs> and Tony Boo Katz. Thank you. It was good to be back. See you later. <laughs>